The Business on RTE Radio 1 with AIB. It takes a certain kind of brave to run a business. We see it, we back it. It's one of the big fears for any company. An email attachment is opened and it leads to a cyber attack. This is exactly what happened to HSE earlier this year, crippling our National Health Service. The findings from the PwC report on the incident are stark. We're joined by Pat Morn, cybersecurity leader at PwC. That report, published yesterday, contains a litany of examples of problems in the HSE. Missed opportunities, weak systems, 30,000 outdated Windows 7 legacy systems, It talks about a frail IT estate, no one accountable senior leader. It goes on to say, ultimately, that there was a known low level of cyber security maturity. Pat, can I ask you, and I know you can't speak for client confidentiality reasons on the HSE and other companies, but just generally, is that level of immaturity really typical for Irish businesses and companies? Good morning, Anya. And indeed, cyber risk has become a, a significant risk for all organisations. And levels of maturity within organisations is at a very much uh, a low to medium level. Some organisations are, are are doing quite well and, and have good cultural programmes in place, good awareness programmes in place, leadership from the top. Other organisations are suffering in terms of investment, in terms of um, hitting the right note, in terms of priorities, and not really grasping this as a, as a particular key business risk. Because as we're seeing from a lot of our surveys, cyber risk is now becoming the top risk for organisations. But unfortunately, not a lot of organisations are really understanding what does that really mean for the business. In the report, there was one hospital referred to as Hospital A yesterday that obviously was at your medium to to high in terms of maturity because they were able to prevent the ransomware taking effect. And what can others do that would have made them Hospital A in this case in terms of being proactive and making sure that their systems were able to react? I think there's a number of learnings from this particular report that lots of organisations can look at. I'd single them into three categories. The first one would be around leadership and governance. So the board and the CEO and the top executives really need to have an understanding of this particular risk to the organisation, have a plan around it and an investment structure. The second area is around capability. And of course, this is probably the key area where organisations really have struggles and challenges in because it just is not enough people. Um, so really organisations need to figure out where are they short, where are the gaps in terms of their, their, their own capability and to, to use other parties to support them. And the third area on you is around process. It's around, so what happens when the fire alarm goes off? Do people know what to do, who to call, how to escalate and make those rapid decisions really quickly? And so we know this can be about human error, as we saw in the report yesterday, a simple email attachment. But sometimes it's just old computers. It can be, yes. And and it is very difficult for organisations, particularly ones that have legacy old systems, that they have bolted on, made perhaps some acquisitions, uh, merged with other organisations, and to try and simplify that and have it on a, a more modern platform is a big deal. Uh, if you're building a house, um, you don't add extension onto extension onto extension. You look at how, how can you simplify that house? How can you build a better architecture around it? And many organisations are now looking at their networks and seeing, is there a more simplified 
architecture, perhaps cloud-based, perhaps using third parties, that can minimise the risk uh, that this will provide. And do you think we're exposed more greatly because a lot of people are working from home? And what do we need to be thinking about there when it comes to data in the cloud, patching, that, that element of training? But does the work from home, is that a particular issue at the moment? We've seen from all our surveys that the amount of ransomware and cybercrime has significantly increased since we've moved to our home working environment. On top of that, we've also seen organisations in a rapid change to move to be more digitally enabled. And what does that mean for organisations? It means using third parties that are managing their data and using cloud-based environments that will allow them to access information in a more readily available manner. With that comes risk. And lots of organisations are moving far too quickly without evaluating what the risks are before they give their crown jewels, their real data that's really important to them, to a third party for them to manage and and hopefully manage it securely. And just finally and briefly, Pat, what you're talking about there is the preventative work, but you also need to be able to react. What just call to action would you have to businesses and companies when it comes to just have a crisis management plan? Yeah, really important because when we see for the likes of something like a ransomware attack, the, 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 the minutes and hours that that's identified is so, so crucial. And it's like a fire in an organisation that when the alarm goes off, that people know where to go, where to, where to convene, who to call. Cyber is no different. Um, so there needs to be an escalation path. There needs to be a well-run drill that's exercised and planned a number of times. And there needs to be the proper uh, people to contact so forensically you can investigate what's happened quickly and where the data's gone so you can react in a, in a very rapid fashion. OK, great advice. Thank you for those insights. Pat Moore, Cybersecurity Leader at PwC.